Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above, so remember this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. You can always listen to us during your private time. Hello. And welcome, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir R, and today I'll be talking to Lady J, and we're going to get into the conversation of switches and her journey in the lifestyle. So, I'm here with Lady J. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're here to talk about switches. Switches. Right. Switches. Okay. Switches. Well, you being a switch mm-hmm. in your journey into the lifestyle of BDSM as well. Mm-hmm. And so can you like just tell us a little bit about how you got started? Absolutely. Um, so I'm first I just want to say thank you so much for having me do this. I have been looking uh-huh. forward to doing a podcast with you yes. for a long the time. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> so I'm really excited to be able to share. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's funny, and I might be uh, aging myself a bit when I say this, but it started on Craigslist for me. Craigslist? <laughs> yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know. I thought Craigslist <laughs> is where you bought stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> I know, I might have bought an ottoman here and there, but uh, I also used to really love to read the personals. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the personals, um, they have so many funny things, casual encounters or misconnections or, um, you know what I'm talking about? Right, those you know, it's you funny because, things? you know, the, um, the Philadelphia... Uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer, not the Inquirer, the other one. Um, city used, paper? The city paper, right? Mm-hmm. Used to have these personals in the back, and it'd be all kind of crazy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like couples seeking Asian woman <laughs> and all kind of, you right. know, transy, 100% female. I don't know what that means, but right. I do know what it means <laughs> nowadays, right? But it was all kind of craziness, and they stopped those personals in the papers. But um, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like. But I never even stuff. thought Craigslist. I never thought about yeah. going to Craigslist to look up <laughs> for some you know, until until you found out all about Craigslist right there. Rest of the dude, right? Because they were promoting prostitution. Yeah, oh, there was it's so much crazy. of that on there, right? And people would put pictures up there, like and I even, all kinds. I never of even stuff. knew about nothing. Yeah. Like I wasn't even focused on Craigslist. <laughs> it was at all. like my three a.m., four a.m. insomnia treat. You know, wow. I would go and read Craigslist ads, okay. and for a long time, I didn't respond to anything. I was just reading them, and okay. I guess I got comfortable. Did you have a profile point. on Craigslist? No, not. Is that how that worked? I don't no, know. it's like you put ads. Stuff. Okay. It's like you put it just like for the furniture stuff or the oh, okay. whatever. Okay. You know, sell a Batman figurine. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's all uh, just ads you post. And people post ads like seeking, you know, um, you know, tall, redhead, busty for domination work or whatever wow. they might say, right. you know. And um, yeah, so there were ads for that kind of thing. And I saw enough of them to start getting intrigued. So I started responding okay. and finding, getting little pen pals. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> little pen pals. And we'd talk back and forth and have little fantasy chats and stuff okay. like that. Um, a lot mostly didn't really materialize into anything. I might have okay. met one or two, mm-hmm. you know, at a bar, had a drink or something. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I met was completely 
fake and so clearly not ever had 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 an experience in the lifestyle or know anything about it just you know was kind of trying to order me around about how to order him around Oh, and I was gracious. like, okay, talk about topping from the bottom. Right? Wow, like, Jesus no. Christ. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, um, but I, I had some um, authentic experiences after that kind of initiation. And that little initiation made me research and learn more about real um, lifestyle, you mm. know, um, interactions and language and how to talk to that in an appropriate way and, like, learn more about the lifestyle. So I started going to um, swinger clubs. Okay. And I ended up meeting someone at a swinger club who I actually would engage in domination work with. Okay. And um, from then I started like domination work a little bit. You okay. Know? So for people, <laughs> so so I want people to understand that not all um, sessions or domination work always require. Require sets, right? Oh yeah. So was it? It's it's all intimate, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't all have to be sexual, right? And I've had both. Mm -hmm. I've had sexual sessions, but I've also had non-sexual sessions, right? Right. Right. And so you're saying this with this guy was non-sexual, right? And actually, um, I've all of mine at this point had been non-sexual. Okay. So all of my domination work would consist of. People wanting to be humiliated or wanting to have um, pain inflicted or um, be teased, but but be told that they're not good enough or be cuckolded. Um, you know, I've done all of that kind of thing, but I've never actually had sexual intercourse with a sub. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, at this point, right. I never had. Right. Um, How do you keep that straight in your mind? I mean, you know, like when you're in a session and you're and it's because it's still intimate. How do you keep yourself focused? And I'm going to say it to you like this, because I was talking to a friend of mine. She's a rigger. She you know, does rope work. And she was like, I got a new photographer. And she was like, he wanted to touch the models. And I had to tell him, no, he wanted to. He was making inappropriate comments. So, like, he couldn't handle himself. And there's one photographer she had. He was cool. He do whatever she said, do, asked to do. Boom, boom. This other dude just was so, he couldn't do his job enough because he was so interested in the models and what was going on and wanting to touch them. So how do you keep it in your mind? Like, okay, I'm not going to go, you know, into this other Hmm. zone. Well, you know, uh, when I'm in that mode, I'm very creative. Um, it's like my little horns come out of my head, you know, my little my little devilly horns, and I get into what can I do to this person, and I, um, so I also should say I've done like a lot of acting. Oh, okay. So I think maybe my acting really? experience helped me a little I didn't bit. Know that about you. Yeah, I really learn something every day. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> but I She's think that keeping myself in the frame of mind that that particular person needed me to be in. Right. I think that helped a little bit with that because some people would want me to treat them like they're nothing, like they're less than. And mm. I'm not a mean person. I right. like people. So for me to really treat somebody like that, I have to remember that they want me to. Right. And that's like an acting thing, right. kind of. But it's 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 just, you know, that's what they're looking for. So let me ask you, so um, mm. have you had male and females? Yeah. Do you find 
that women also like to be humiliated? Or is it more so the men in, in, in this role? More so the men. More so the men. Absolutely. Women actually like pain more mm-hmm. and domination by energy and presence. So I'm a very tall woman. Mm-hmm. I'm 5'9". Okay. And I'm athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was you know, a bodybuilder and a personal trainer. So I think that a lot of people looked at me and they saw my physical presence and were turned on by that and mm-hmm. wanted me to dominate them because of my physical stature. Right. And women and men both. Um, so I think that women liked my size dominating them or me picking them up and stuff like that. Like okay. they liked that kind of thing. Um, one girl, um, she liked when I would pick her up and throw her on the bed. Like okay. that was right. like her thing. Like she right. just liked that. I don't know. Um, but some of the men wanted me to call them sissy boy um and uh, we've talked about that <laughs> the one well his name was kitten like i always had to refer to him as Hold kitten on, wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> he wanted to be referred to as kitten or kitten. you called him kitten well we talked about what his name should be and i said i think you're gonna be my kitten because you're such a big pussy really mm-hmm. so that was his name Okay, and that turned him on. Oh, he loved it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. He loves it. Now we'll talk about his girl, uh, his boy pussy. Oh. Fuck me. He wanted me to fuck him in his boy pussy. Wow. Like on his butt. Right. But yeah, like that's that was his thing. He liked to be called kitten. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You know, hey. Okay. You asked. So kitten was your first, right? My first man that I strapped on with. Yes. Was kitten. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. Let me let me let me add. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because <laughs> you said you didn't have sex with these people that you dominated, right? right? Mm-hmm. But you said you put a strap on on. Mm-hmm. So well, <laughs> I guess that is confusing. Because well, I'm thinking you put a strap <laughs> on that you you know it's going to be okay. So good. Well, no, he he wanted me to wear it. He liked to see me wearing it around oh. while I you know called him a sissy and mm-hmm. and you know humiliated him and told him he would never be good enough for me and all right. the things he liked to hear um i would make him like clean the floor with a toothbrush and oh. he wanted me to wear that and he um was suck on it when i told him to really yeah but i okay. never i never you know had anal sex with him never penetrated his body or anything okay. like that okay okay no would, would he be with i mean i know People, because being in this lifestyle, just guys like that, and they don't consider themselves gay. Mm-hmm. Does he like men? No, he's he's straight. Okay, mm-hmm. because a lot of people would think a guy like that is gay, right? And I think that you know is 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 important to just state that people that are into that aren't they don't because they're doing it with a woman and. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this plastic dildo or whatever. Like, right. they don't look at that as being gay. Right, absolutely. Um, well, I was in a relationship, a long-term relationship, after the years later. Mm. And um, he and I engaged in intercourse with Strap-On. Okay. You know, and he was a, a straight man as well. And he would tell me, because I would have questions, since he was the first person I actually penetrated with it. Okay. I would ask him, you know, so have you ever been with a man? Like, what? Mm-hmm. And he said that as a child, he'd been abused by a, another teenage boy mm. but he didn't like it like it was forced right and um his um issue and struggle throughout life was 
um, managing the fact that there was pleasure to that, right. but it wasn't his sexual choice. Right. And um, so he knew that there would be a feeling of pleasure from it, but he didn't like men. Right. So the way that he would, I guess, mitigate that is having the woman perform that same act. Right. And then okay. he wouldn't, he's not gay. Like he didn't fantasize about dudes, right. you know, so. I think, and, and I've said this before in other podcasts, that people, even when I was talking about the consent, non-consent scene that I used to do with Nikki, um, it was about reckoning something with her past. Mm-hmm. And doing those scenes gave made her feel like she had control right. in that situation. And so right. a lot of times right. it's about them consenting to it, having control, and still feeling the pleasure from it, right? Exactly. And I think a lot Facing of, your fears, when you talk to people who are in that clinical field, mental health field, they'll tell you the thing about rape victims, right, is that what makes it hard for them is that they actually did feel pleasure mm-hmm. from a heinous act. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's part of what they fight with. It's right. like, it was a violation of me, but there's a part of me that enjoyed it. Right. And a lot of what, <clears throat> and I've said this before is with BDSM, sometimes people bring those things straight to the table because they want to deal with those things. Mm-hmm. And, it's a, and it's a lifestyle that you, it's not a, a real hardcore judgmental lifestyle. And these are things that people are working out right. for the better of themselves. Right. Like if they try to bottle it up, it will come out in some other way. It'd be ugly. Right. You know. Right, right. right. But, um, okay, so how do you, so how do you reckon with, okay, so you did domination, and so you have submissive side, Mm -hmm, because you're a switch. I am. So now we're going to switch over (laughs) to the submissive side. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, yes, sir. You like that. You like <laughs> I that. do. Look like at it. that. Now she's trying to flatter me. Mm. Okay. So tell me <laughs> about the submissive side. Well, so um, all of this time I was becoming more and more dominant. I was appealing more and more to that masculine energy within me. And that was becoming stronger and stronger. And it also was resulting in a series of failed relationships and you know, my partners would tell me that I was disrespectful, that I was sharp-tongued, that I wouldn't listen, all of these ugly characteristics in women that men complain about, and I was all of them. Mm. Um, I would steamroll over men. I <laughs> left my marriage. Like, you know, I was, I was not um, balanced and healthy in my relationships. Okay. And... I think, and I only think this in hindsight, I think that was because I didn't embrace my femininity, you know, and I was, I was so masculine and not acknowledging the other side of me that really wanted to come out and wasn't being engaged. Um, and so... So society does, 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 I think society does that to women to a degree. Absolutely. Because you have to be competitive to you know, be out here and be successful. Mm-hmm. As a and career woman, you know, like, all of that. Mm-hmm. That coupled with maybe you meeting kitten mm-hmm. and that's like, you know, add more fuel to the fire, right? Absolutely. And you don't, it's hard to be present with, with, with 360 degree sight when you're rolling. Right. Sometimes you're just living and you think this is what it is. Especially as a young person. Absolutely. I mean, 100%. I was what, like, I was about 30 when I was peaking in my domination 
experience. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. I didn't know the world at 30. You know right. what I mean? No doubt. Uh-huh. No doubt. Right. <laughs> what no did doubt. I know? Right. So, yeah. Right. And so now you had this submissive side. Mm-hmm. And so how do you, how did you come into that and how did you reckon with that with your dominant side? Did they clash or did they get along? Well, the way that I came into it um, was meeting you. Okay. And through our conversations, and I I realized just by being around your, uh, how can I describe your relaxed and nurturing dominant masculinity, I think that's a good way to describe yeah, it. I like that. Um, it made me feel so safe and able to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, in a way that I had never felt. And, and the things that we would talk about and discuss um, let me know that it was okay. I mean, I was also going through a, a phase of my life where um, I felt weak, you know. But I think that was aside the point because it was already something that I... But it was, was a, a lot going on at Yeah, it was time. a lot going on with me anyway. It was a lot going on at that time. It was but, a lot going on at that time. Right. But I think that... Um, but that's also what you needed at that time. Right. It's what I needed at the time. And it was, it, I was ready for it. I was, I was ready because of what I was going through to embrace a humility mm-hmm. that I had um, before been uh, ignoring. Okay. And now, and I, I should say, after you showed me that side of myself, guided me and in, in, through that, that, um, that journey of letting go of control... Um, and even how to, how to enjoy, um, pain and, and, um, definitely not humiliation. That wasn't like my thing, but, um, what's what's the word? You definitely did not get into humiliation. No, no, I didn't. didn't But I'm, I'm just trying to think what's the word I'm looking for. Um. I just, I just felt, I just felt so relaxed in it. Right. You know, it was like I could just, it was just letting you. It's like coming home from the war. Yes, yes, right. yes, coming yes. Home from the war. Yeah, I understand that, and I really want so many women to understand that there's a war going on, having to go to work and deal with all this stuff, but you have to have a way to come home or just have a time where you can just let it all out. Mm-hmm. Because being in that world and trying to have so much control or just being aggressive, it can eat a woman a lot because it's not naturally the energy that y'all guys protrude. Right. Now, there are some women who are just straight. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. But not you and not other women. Most mm-hmm. women, I want to say, need to be in their femininity mm-hmm. because through your femininity is how you gain all the things that you want. And it feels so good. And it feels so good. It feels right? so good for me to yes. be able to be feminine and not have to always make sure all my T's are crossed, I's are dotted, mm-hmm. everything is in its place, all the ducks are in a row. Because as a woman, I already am thinking about 10 things at once. Right. That's just how we think. Right, that's how you are. And it's, right. it's, um, it's, it's really relaxing to be able to be around a man who can take the lead and just make me feel... 
safe and I can just reward you with being able to leave handprints on my ass. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. We have to reward you for such a giving up such power, right? Yeah. But the but right. So one of the things for me is for women, it's I think y'all cheat yourselves because you're taught in today's society that well the way women the way women were yesterday is not going to be successful today. Mm-hmm. And those women were second-class citizens. You shouldn't even... It's almost like they don't respect the women from before. Yeah. But there's something to be learned from these women. Because oh, a lot yeah. of those women kept men. Right. Right? Yeah, the, um, and, like the courtesans. And a lot of... Right, like the courtesans. But in a lot of what women today be like, I'm not going to stand for a man acting like that, that, that right? They yeah. like, I'm not going to stand for so a man like, and a man doing this and a man doing that. But y'all not keeping a man. They're single as fuck. They're single, single as, as fuck, fuck, right? <laughs> so what is it? And I always, and I talk to um, my friend Layla about this. Mm-hmm. There has to be this woman of today mm-hmm. has to find a way to connect with that woman of yesterday mm-hmm. and bring that into today mm-hmm. and mix it all in. Yeah. It has to be a balance of yeah. how to be feminine. And it doesn't mean you have to cook mm-hmm. and be barefoot and, and pregnant, <laughs> right? right? It don't have to be that. Because in today's society, with everybody working, there's no That's no one can come home every day and cook. Right. Unless a man is going to take care of you. And just that's all you can do is take care of the house, cook, and take care of the kids, blah, 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 which is a full-time job. And that gets boring, too. Because you do the same too. thing right. every day. Right, right. <laughs> So, but there's a way to have a career mm-hmm. and still be feminine mm-hmm. and still be able to have a successful relationship. Absolutely. But it doesn't come with trying to control a man. And I think, yeah, I, I think you have to because these days everyone has so many options that to have a man decide to marry you is a huge risk on his part now because okay. he's giving up all those thousands of options that are so at his fingertips. Okay. And so to, risk? Oh, I, I think I think absolutely. I think uh-huh. for a man to commit right now in this day and age is in his eyes an unnecessary risk. Okay. I, I mean I'm I'm a woman, so I'm just speaking from my perspective and what guys uh-huh. I've talked to. Uh-huh. But I think that men are like, why Why should I commit? Why should I get married? Why would right. I want to do that? Right. When I can have everything I want right, right. at my fingertips. I think you know? men that want to be married have a goal with it. Mm. far as like, they have a long-term vision with it. I think women will say, I want to be in a relationship because who wants to grow old together? I hear that all the time. Like, who wants to grow old by themselves? I'm sorry. Right, right. No, right, not old. together, but by themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think men, when men want to be married, they want to have a family and they want to look at a long-term vision of how they want their life to go. Mm. And those are the ones who are willing to be married. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those marriages will fail because it's a clash of heads. And that's, that's just not the woman's fault. Mm-hmm. It also is a dude that wants to be married, wants to have his, but he has a lack of um, self-control himself. Mm. And dealing with not being able to get this woman on his page, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and and let me be honest, like you said that you've had failed relationships. I I felt in relationships as this as well, mm-hmm. because 
I love relationships, even though I can be single and do that well too. Mm-hmm. But I like relationships. But I don't think I've always made great great relationship choices for myself mm-hmm. because I have this vision. I'm like, she fits that, right? Mm-hmm. But is she accepting of me? Will she allow me to be who I need to be? To mm-hmm. be in this relationship mm-hmm. and give her everything that I can give her. Because I'll give you anything yeah. that I can within my power. And I'm a giver. I'm a nurturer. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a bird. A bird sings regardless. Mm-hmm. But if you lock a bird up in a cage, the bird don't sing the same as mm-hmm. a bird that's free. Right. Absolutely. And I think that is the key. I think that is absolutely the key. When you can accept a man for all he is, the, the light and the dark, mm-hmm. and not punish him for being mm-hmm. a man, mm-hmm. I think that's when you are not only embracing your own femininity, but it's also submission. Because a man's energy is expansive. And a man's energy is, he's gonna seek variety sometimes. Right, You know, and you have to know that that doesn't make you less of a woman just because he's looking at some other chick. That doesn't mean he's not loving you. And I think that sex and love for men are totally compartmentalized. Totally compartmentalized. We do not... Right. Look at it the same. Right. And it's funny because I was talking to two guys that are married and are devoted and they're, they're dedicated dudes. They don't, they don't, this one dude was going through a lot of stuff in his marriage. And he was like, I won't, I won't, he's like, I ha- I can't, I can do other stuff. He said, but I'm just committed to my wife. Like he loves mm-hmm. his wife and it's like really honorable. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he wasn't having sex and you know, a whole lot of stuff going on. And he was like, I'm just not going to step out. He's like, it's tempting, mm-hmm. but I won't. But everything is good with his relationship now. Good. And, but he was like, we were having this conversation and he was like, you know, the only thing that I miss about being single is variety. Yeah. Him yeah. and my other guy was like, yo, variety. Yeah. But, I totally understand. But a man will sacrifice variety for a woman that he can build a future with. Right. And that's going to be tough. But imagine if he finds a woman he can build a future with that will let him have variety too. Right. You know what I'm saying? If he can then keep it in pocket, everybody's right? happy. Because sometimes I think what women are fearful of is that one of those that little bit of variety is going to have him like, I want her more than I want you. Well, that's insecurity. That's her right. problem. Right. You know what I mean? Because if you're the one who's the queen allowing that man to be that king and have his kingship and his kingdom with women that he's attracted to and you're not threatened by it you immediately are elevated above all the all the other women and i i think that it's 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 a shame that when people speak of like a polyamorous relationship or or open relationships that they think that it's 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 a so so much of a threat right no because you only have so much time in a day and so much, you know, time in a day to love somebody. Right. You don't have time in a day to really authentically, 100%, be in love with so many people. Listen, you, <laughs> you cannot. You, know, you can be in love with one, maybe maybe two people. Maybe. Right. But, like, everybody else is just icing. Right. You know? Is I, there, this is my opinion, of course, you know, but that's that's how I feel about it. It's a fuck it. shit. Yeah. Right? So it's a fucking relationship. Yeah. That's it. It's not anything deeper than yeah. that. And I think... You know, guys, <coughs> excuse me, guys that have families and are working, 
they don't really have time to entertain a bunch of fucking women. Right. Their variety might be, I'm going to go to a strip club or something Mm -hmm. and pay for it. Mm -hmm. Because really, what a man like that wants is just sexual pleasure. He doesn't really want to call anyone to ask them did they make it home okay, to Mm -hmm. ask them how their day was going, because they already got that. Mm -hmm. And a mature man knows that this is what comes with every woman. How was your day? You got to listen. You got to hear, you know. And so you don't really want more of the same. Right. You just want the perks. Right. So if you want the perks, you really need to be in a situation where you can pay for it. Because if you, if you, if you're engaging them in conversation, it becomes a little bit more deeper. Right. 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 And there are guys who might want variety every now and again. That's not even, you know, nothing that's frequent mm-hmm. it could be once a year every now and again every blue moon mm-hmm. the guys that are out there all the time those are fuck boys right and a woman right. knows if she has a fuck boy or not and she tries to control a fuck boy mm-hmm. you can't really but the fuck boy thing creates anxiety within a Does. woman and so as soon as she starts to feel that anxiety because he's not answering the phone he's right. not present he's not making the eye contact or, right. you know, the emotional, so providing the emotional support that she expects. We know. Right. We just, a lot of times, oh, but the dick's so good, we don't want to acknowledge right. that he's right. a fuckboy. Or, oh, but he's so cute, I don't want to, you know. Or you just don't want to lose, you don't want to feel like you're losing out right. to another woman. You don't want to lose, So now exactly. we get into this competition mm-hmm. thing. We just, it's this competition thing. And then right. we go on Instagram and start stalking people. So, yeah, this can go down such don't, a long don't, don't, road. Don't, please don't start. <laughs> please don't start. Man. This I've can dealt, go down I've such a long road. That. I've dealt with all the above but but to circle back though okay to um how all of that works together and how a woman gets that dominant man to focus on her it all comes down to her having acceptance of him as a man Mm -hmm. and being high value while still being vulnerable Hmm. i think that a, a woman who can demonstrate High value vulnerability is a woman who can show a man that she is both worthy of his time Mm -hmm. and a safe space for him to commit and invest his resources in her. Um, The vulnerability being oftentimes that submission that allows him the space to entertain his masculinity and feel like that hero and feel like he's coming in and and connecting with her emotionally and making her happy a man wants to make a woman happy that's what people want to do for people they care about you know true and um you have to let him know that he's doing that a lot of times women are so stuck on um he's not doing enough for me we need to go out we need to do this we need to do that we find fault with so many things that we never let our men feel successful and if you don't let him feel successful then he's going to see you as a failure. Like, you're the failed project. It's not fun to be around you. So if if I feel like a failure when I'm around you, I'm going to start pulling away. Right. And when a man starts pulling away, women start getting anxious. And then we right. start chasing. And then it becomes a whole shit show. Right. We get back into the game. <laughs> yeah. We get back into the same so, game. Oh, yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. High so, value vulnerability. So how? So in your opinion... So a submissive that's looking for a dominant mm-hmm. should 
what are this, what are what are some key things you think that you sure. should because there's a lot of I've met a lot of submissive women who really try to talk from the bottom. Mm. They really I'm submissive, but they want you to go about it the way they have fantasized it in their own mind. Right. So how does a woman let go of that fantasy and really be about that man? Because really, I believe that relationships work if a man really wants them to work. Mm-hmm. If a man doesn't, uh-huh. if, you know, if a man, women want relationships, period. A man can find a bunch of women to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. But the relationship really is dependent on a man wanting it to work. Right. Well, right. In my but, opinion. And, and, and that's true. However, at the end of the day, that man wants it to work because of what? And here's what? Attraction and connection. Okay. So those two factors are something that are under a woman's, not complete control, but a lot of control. Okay. So, I mean, of course, if you're even together relating, there's some level of attraction, right? Right. But you can enhance that level of attraction by... Um, not being clingy, you know, staying cheerful and, and having good energy and staying independent so he doesn't feel like you need him to make all of your need, have all your needs be met. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like selective desire mm-hmm. so that he knows that you could have whoever you want, but you choose him right. because he's the best. And that, that appeals to that hero side of him. And those mm-hmm. two things together... I think will cause a man to be very attracted and that's the attraction quotient. Mm -hmm. Then you have the connection and that's like, you know, your friendship and, and the commonality that you have and that connection that he can trust that even if he's going through something or even if he needs to step away for a moment, you're still going to be there Mm -hmm. when he comes back. And I think there are certain things that every man needs. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think if a man loves you and he's in a relationship, one of the things I'll see is, let, let's say, for instance, uh, I'm I'm a dom, I'm in the BDSM, and I'm in a relationship with a woman that's kinky but not in the BDSM, mm-hmm. right? I think because I think if she's not in the BDSM, it doesn't make her not valuable. And I think there are things that when a woman understands a man and his needs, there are things that he needs that she can't provide. Mm-hmm. And then she starts feeling inadequate. Mm-hmm. But that is not necessarily the case to a man. Because mm-hmm. a man will be will go without sometimes a need or will find it filled somewhere else. But it doesn't mean he wants to replace that woman. Mm-hmm. She can still be the main woman. She can still be the main mm-hmm. woman and not supply that need. Mm-hmm. That Not being able to supply... Not being able to provide a certain need that a man has on his list or whatever. His short list, really. Mm-hmm. A man should have a short list of the things he need. Let's say, for example, cooking. If you can't cook, okay. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to get rid of you for right. another woman that can cook better. Right. You know, because my friendship with you, my connection with you is so deep that I'm willing to overlook that. Right. Because we have a stronger bond. Right. But sometimes women feel insecure or inadequate because they can't provide that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and that's something that I don't. I I would like women to know that if that man is there and he's present and he's there with you, 
just because you may not be able to, to provide one of the things on his list of needs doesn't mean that you're easily replaced. Because yeah, we all still have this, this attraction, this connection to mm-hmm. people who really don't can't supply our needs. But damn, this person is good for me in ways that I can't even really explain. explain. And right. I can't really replace that. And I don't need her wigging the fuck out. Because she don't match up in that area. Because right. it's really not... That need ain't that deep because I can get that anywhere. But really, in a, in, a, in a self-sufficient man, I can do for myself. Right. So, if you can't provide it, cool. But I need you to just be here in the capacity that you're here. Because that balances me out in a whole different way. Right. And, That's and you not really know, seen. Right. And you really touched on something when you said not wigging out. Right. Because when a woman doesn't wig out... When a man, like I said, pulls away for whatever void he needs to fill, mm-hmm. whatever need he needs to fill, and she's still cool, calm, collected when he mm-hmm. comes back, the status is elevated every time because so. the trust is elevated every time. Absolutely. When he can trust that he can fuck up and you are not going to leave, mm-hmm. you get put on a higher and higher pedestal every right. time. And I'm not saying deal with a man... Going and fucking every woman here, there, and everywhere. Right, we're not talking about you no know, Like having babies yeah. and stuff. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. just like... Um, we're not talking about like no BS situation. Right. No, we're not talking but, about fuck boys. Right. We're talking about grown men. Right. And, and, I, and, and someone asked me one day, like, would you want your daughter to date a guy like you? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. And it was like, why? I said, well, at least I know she got somebody that care about her. Mm-hmm. And at least I know she has somebody that cares and will invest in her growth. Mm-hmm. Because let's just say, you you know, a woman couldn't meet my need. I would help her. If it was important to her like that, I would help her understand how to meet that need, mm-hmm. to meet that need. If it was really something that, you know. So, yes, I would want my daughter to date a guy like me because I know I care about who I'm, in, who I'm with. I invest in people. Mm-hmm. But that's why I can't really... I can engage a lot of people conversation-wise, but I couldn't really be intimate right. with a bunch of different women. So much energy. It's way too much, too energy. much energy. And men who are driven by goals mm-hmm. and have a vision for their life mm-hmm. don't have time for a bunch of women. Right. That's just it. Even if we're dealing with some some form of variety, mm-hmm. they still don't have a whole lot of time to be talking to somebody, right. investing in. If you have a dude that's investing his energies like that in other women, then you need to think about who you're dealing with. Right. He has and too he's much time. Probably in his not that successful he's if he's doing all of that. Abs- 100% you know? he's not. Because you can't. You can't 100% be. he's not. Either. You know, when you going to sleep. Right. <laughs> you know? That's true. <laughs> it takes a whole lifetime. And this is something that my um, friend's uncle said that they used to always refer to. It takes a whole lifetime to get to understand one woman, <laughs> just one woman, you know. So that's that's that old head oh my wisdom, God. right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh. So you know, imagine trying to have a whole bunch of them. Mm-mm. Right, and, and one of the things that I've had a conversation with a, another friend of mine was about women that her thing was women, but the things that women need are simple. And I was like, no, they're not. Mm, not as simple as men. Not as simple as men. But I was saying, the thing, the problem I had with women, not all women, but a lot of women is, it's like Lucy and Charlie Brown. Mm. They like to move the football on a man. <laughs> That's so 
true. They like to move the football. We do. Like, like we've been kicking from here the whole time. Now it's, well, you know, I, I need this. A man meets that need. Then it's like, well, can we move it over? Move it over here a little bit. Well, here's the thing. And I'm ready to kick it from the same spot. Damn. Here you go moving it on me. Yeah, no, it's true, but we have to be like that. Okay. Why? Well, okay. Why do y'all have to be because, like that? Because, okay, humans have been on this planet. Stagnant? I'm going to go back. Okay. You know how okay. I like to go back oh, to history. Oh, okay. Humans have <laughs> been on this planet. You go with a history lesson. 50 million, what is it, 50,000 50, years? 50,000 years, 50, years, we've been like homo sapiens right. on this planet, right? For like 20,000 of those years, we were foraging. We were hunter-gatherers. Right. We didn't even right. have villages. We didn't have home. We were sleeping in like tree branches right. and stuff like that. Okay. Not necessarily having pair bonding, none right. of that. It was survival of the fittest. Right. And so for a woman to, um, for a woman to select a mate, he has to, to, be able to be really appealing to all the things she needs. Not just protector, provider, blah, blah, blah. He's got to be intelligent. He has to be, you know, the, the optimal because it takes a nine-month investment and possibly risking her life just to have one baby. Right. But for him, squirting him out all day long. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, right. it's, it's, we have to be very selective. Mm. We have to be difficult to get inside of. We have to be um, a pain in the ass because okay. all of that is testing how strong of a mate you are. Right. And that's 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 evolution. Okay. You know, we can't change that. Right. So when we move the football on you, that's us seeing if you're really that alpha that you acting like. Right. Okay. You know, if you can handle me moving this football, okay, come to my bedroom. Right. You know okay. what I'm saying? So how do you with that with that thought process? How do you reckon with? what we would perceive as competition. Because these younger people with social media are just giving it up. Like, right. the the value of pussy has gone <laughs> way down. And this is another thing I love to talk about. It's going about. way down. Birth control is the worst thing that women ever did to ourselves. Really? It is the worst thing that ever women... And this is one of my controversial because, opinions. Okay. But, yes, because we thought we were really winning... When we came up with birth control and we said, now we have control over our bodies. We can have the pleasure of sex without the risk of having to make babies, right. blah, blah, blah. But not only did it make STDs more prevalent because we're having unprotected sex without pregnancy, but it made sex a cheap commodity for men. Yes. So men no longer have that, I got to marry this girl because I want to sleep with her. Right. You know, right. now right. sex is everywhere. And so now we're two generations into having birth control. And now even for women, sex is not valued. Like it, right. pussy means nothing. Right. It's, it's, there's, there's no, like a woman is detached from her own pussy now. Right. Like, whereas we used to hold it as a sacred Absolutely. vessel. Now it's just like, oh, I'm going to fuck Tom, Dick, and Harry this week. Right. Well, not me, not me right, but, right, you know, right, these right, young yeah, girls, right, these, right. like, young uh, young millennial girls or whatever you want to call them. And um, it's sad. It's sad. And I think that um, it all stems from us making sex less risky and less of a um, commitment that can change the rest of our lives through procreation. Right, right. right. I, mm -hmm. I, 
I, I do understand that, that thought process there. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I never thought about that. You got me thinking about that. But, yeah, because if you had the risk of getting a woman pregnant every time you had sex, you would definitely think about it. Right. We gave up our power with that, with right. birth control. We gave it up. And, hey, I take it. <laughs> you know right, what I right, mean? Right, right, I right, want right, it too. Right, right. But, but you have to realize the reality of what it did. It created this whole, you know, this, the, side, the side bitch land. You know right. what I mean? And now you can be land. a side bitch without having 10 babies. Right. You know, because, I mean, back in my grandparents' day, you know, men would would have side women too, but they usually ended up having a side family. Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> And yeah. you got to take care of that yeah, side yeah, you family. Take care of that family. So right. you're not going to have 10 side families because right. you just can't afford it. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> now right. they got 10 right. side women <laughs> and no, no families, right. no side families. So... <laughs> right. So so let me bring that let's bring that back full circle real quick. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, and with we're saying like what does a submissive woman should bring to the table mm-hmm. for a dominant man to mm-hmm. desire or right, to right, find right. valuable? Right. How do we reckon that with so many women that's just like, oh I'm a submissive and yeah. You know, it, it's kind of because men, base men, we still like just we're 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 just we're more animalistic than women, mm-hmm. right? In that regard, far as how we view sex is not is an emotional attachment for us as mm-hmm. young, right? And so, a guy can get lost in the multitude of women, mm-hmm. and 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 I mean, you know, it happens to the best of us. You know, we can lose our way. Yeah, bit. they're swept up in the pussy. <laughs> right. And so how do how does a man how can a man determine the difference between the two and find the value in that and not the multitude? I think um a woman has to differentiate herself and I think poise is paramount. Okay. As far as how she differentiates herself because there's always the need for a man to feel like a hero. For him to need to pursue. That's ingrained in you since 45,000, 50,000 years ago. I was talking about it's from them times. Like a man always wants to pursue. So if you maintain your poise um, and yet still your soft femininity, uh, he's going to be drawn to that. I think that's a, that's a main factor. That's, that's a main factor. Yeah, I think so. I think your energy is uh, the most valuable component of your relationship with a man. And so if you make sure that that energy stays upbeat and radiant and laughter is one of the most, a woman's laughter is one of the most beautiful sounds to a man. And I think that when we remember that a man's life is really pretty much linear and one, two, three, ABC, you know, uh, boring yes. without women in it, mm-hmm. we can we can be around them and make that energy and that that cheerful, radiant appeal really come through and enhance their life. And I think that that's something that only a woman who is submitting to the reality of what a masculine man is can provide. And I think that did that make sense? A woman who's really um in touch with her femininity. She mm-hmm. can provide that energy. 
Did that make sense? Or was I speaking in my own language? No, it makes makes a lot of sense. It's just so heavy. Okay, (laughs) so what... Let me ask you, so what is next for you? Ooh, what's next for me? Right, I mean, you know, because are you still switching or... What side of the what side mm. of the of the dynamic are you on, or, or you know what is your interest now? I think I think to me it depends on the person. Okay. Um, it really depends on the person I'm around and the type of energy they give me. But I I think um, <laughs> in my infinite wisdom, right? I think that I've found through this journey that it's more powerful to be a submissive woman as far as what my goals are Mm -hmm. which are to have you know a successful relationship with a masculine man Mm -hmm. um i think that although whatever man i'm with will will have to accept (laughs) my little periodic bouts of wanting to dominate him okay i think that's that's less um a side of the mature lady j than submissive okay that's nice that's nice that's nice that's nice and so i'm wondering um man so loaded right we talked about a lot we did talk about a lot we talked about a lot yes (laughs) and i'm just wondering um how do we talked about a lot of women being feminine and what are some things that women can do to reconnect to that feminine you know i always call it girl magic yeah and so what can women do to connect the feminine to their to their feminine uh divine feminine to their girl magic because like to change your behavior takes a lot yeah right it's not it's not enough just to get the information because we can read the information and be like yeah, yeah yeah that's that's strong but like how does a woman allow how what can a woman do to allow a man to be a man and 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 to ignore that urge to want to blow up or argue or you know is there anything hmm. that she can do in the moment to think like let me take a step back let me yeah. breathe or absolutely you know, or is there, you know not being so reactive is really important yeah. um i think that we talked about this a little earlier but men feel safe when they know that they can fuck up and you're still going to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like women, we feel that way too. Right. We want to be able right. to fuck up and you'll still be there. But so we appreciate a man who's not going to fly or pop off the handle at, or <laughs> use two different euphemisms there, but <laughs> fly off the handle at us and pop off um, just because we give him a tongue lashing. You know what right. I mean? And I think that we want the same thing. We want a man who can handle... Um, our craziness and we need to be able to handle his but his is going to come in a different form right you know and one thing that men like to do is withdraw right and they like to pull away and one thing women don't realize is a lot of times once a man is becoming more serious about the relationship is when he needs to pull away the most to really weigh the pros and cons and figure out if this is really the woman for him and it's a crucial phase of him falling in love is mm. that pause reevaluate mm. is this where i want to invest my resources right. because for a woman commitment is easy to give right but for a man it's not because 
we're wired so differently. True, true. And so for a man um, preparing to commit, he has to pull away. And when he comes back, if she's blocked him on everything and deleted his phone yeah, number, right, right, I mean, right, right. <laughs> she's never going right. to get commitment. Right. So you have to submit to that man's pulling away and not go crazy when he comes back one, three, seven, 14 days later. Right. And he's like, you know what? I really missed you. I want to try this. Nah, I can't. What you talking about? I right. ain't heard from you in I don't know how long. Right. Da, 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 da. You go out there with them hoes you like so much. Right. No, don't do that. Right. Say something like, okay, are you all right? I miss you too. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> just right. be just be authentic. Right. Don't be angry right. and reactive. I think that people would be a lot more successful in relationships if we could take some notes from our grandparents and react in that way. Right. You know? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love this conversation. I love it too. Yes, 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 yes. yes. We're going to have to do more. Yeah. We have a lot more to discuss. We do. We have these great conversations. We, we have, have so lot. many great conversations. <sighs> yes, and I'm glad we're starting to record them. Yeah. Because it needs to be, people need to hear this. They do. They, they do. Really do. The different perspectives. And I think that's, there's so much out there through TV and mm-hmm. TV shows, which I think. We have to be careful of because when I look at shows like Game of Thrones, which is we already know, mm. it's one of oh, our man. favorite, yeah, right? I love that, right? One. Marco Polo too. Marco Polo, <laughs> um, The Man in High Castle. All these shows are really great, and they mm-hmm. get into really good character development. But a lot of it is built upon deception and everybody mm-hmm. having their own agenda. Yeah. But I think life is imitating art, mm. and people have skepticism with everybody mm-hmm. because we automatically think this person has a different agenda mm-hmm. but this person is not trustworthy mm-hmm. but all we watch is untrustworthy shows mm-hmm. right we're watching shows where no one is trusted and not just the shows but the music the music too the music no is one, so bad absolutely so we're living in a we're we're over indulged in deception mm-hmm. in our music and in our, on TV mm-hmm. and so it's hard for people to disconnect from that because it's subliminal like we don't yeah. really understand that we are looking at our partner in the same vein and when you listen to a whole bunch of r&b for a day you realize you you really like a light easier on your partner <laughs> you ever notice that yes. you listen to trap music when all you day listen, you like when you, uh... listen to, right, when you listen to music from the 70s and the 80s yeah and maybe the early 90s mm-hmm. you're right it's a little that those every <laughs> i i say all the real love music mm-hmm. was already said through the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. and 80s. It really might not be anything else for anybody to say. That's why these people are like, I'm just going to fuck you. Yeah. I'd rather be with you and all your bullshit. <laughs> you know, you right. know all that type of stuff. But I mean, right. honestly, it's hard for the common person to differentiate from what they've seen on TV and what they hear in music mm-hmm. and not look at their life or their partner and be like, He's that guy in the song. Right. He's the guy on TV. Not everybody has ulterior motives. Right. Some people just being who they are, and they and they're not looking for a way to fuck you over. Right. And I think that me personally, I'm very fortunate in that I can embrace some of these perspectives because of what I've seen in my life. Right. My family, um, they all have very very long relationships. Right. Like my grandparents on my dad's side were together. I don't know, 60 years. Mm-hmm. My grandparents on my mother's side were together 63 years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my parents have been together 46 years. Uh-huh. My only my only sibling is my brother. He's been with his woman for 20-something years. Uh-huh. And so I have examples of staying. You right. know what I mean? And I think that I'm very different in that way. Most people that I know don't have those examples right. to, to, to make a view of a relationship as something they can believe in. Right. You know, it's something that I can believe in. But a lot of people... And it's sad. It makes my heart hurt, you know, for, for people who just haven't seen that. Right. You know, and that's why I feel like I want to get it out there for people to, to understand that there's a different way to operate. Absolutely. You know? And start your own new. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, just because you didn't see it don't, doesn't mean that you can't have that. Right. If exactly. You, if you strive for it. Right. You know. Right. And that's what people have to understand. They have to dig a little deeper. It's not. You know, this isn't, I'm a sub and let's go. Mm-hmm. You have to do some homework. You have right. to just do some study and understand what it is to be submissive. Reckoning and reckoning with your own control issues. Right. We're here, right. We're here to connect with each other. Right. You know, we were put here, male and female, more or less, mm-hmm. um, for a reason. To because it's, it's a positive and a negative right aspects right aspects of a battery you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's the positive and negative polarity is what draws all things in this planet Absolutely. together from the atoms to the male and the female mm-hmm. you know and and that's what we have to understand that that polarity has to be embraced we're supposed to be different and complementary we're not supposed to both do the same things right. and try to live in a house doing the same things right. and we're not supposed to try to control one another right but just have understanding right 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 it's 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 a beautiful thing when you let it let it happen mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i thank you so much oh thank you so much for having me absolutely and we're going to do it again of course absolutely we have a few more topics that we're going to get into mm-hmm. yeah we mm-hmm. need to get them out i think <laughs> we need to get them out while you're like present Hmm. You know, because you'll disappear on me for a while. Oh, so stop I to, it. So I, need to get, I don't I need live to, here anymore. Yes, I need to get you <laughs> locked down Aww. in a room and we just get some of these topics out because it's really good. I like. Locked down in a room, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. It sounds like <laughs> there fun. There we go. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll bring the belts and those canes yeah. and all that, right? You know what I like. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do a little bit. Just a little bit. But thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed today's chat. We'd love to hear your experiences and your feedback. Do email us at sirinq at sirinq.com. You can also follow us on sirinq on Twitter Facebook, Instagram, and Kingspace.